Hey everyone, this is Alex from Fantox, and I just wanted to uh, remind you before we started the episode that Bandbox just announced Peter Hook and the Light perform New Order's Technique in Republic on uh, two LPs, Aqua Marble Translucent Vinyl. It's very beautiful. Uh, it's coming to vinyl for the first time ever exclusively from Bandbox, so uh, go to bandboxrocks.com and uh, check that out. Pre-order, it's coming out in April. Um, so, Seth, are you more of a uh, technique kind of guy or a uh, Republic man? Uh, give me technique, please. And why is that? Oh, I mean, technique is like the quintessential New Order album. I don't know. <laughs> you got you to hear it perform live, plus Republic and the bonus track, World in Motion. Okay. Yeah. And with that, this time on Fan Talks, we're discussing New Order and Joy Division. everybody welcome to fan talks my name is alex rice here in minneapolis and that is seth lichtenstein in denver uh seth uh this week on fan talks we've got a really special guest um uh oh shit oh wait this time it's fuck we're gonna have to do this one ourselves for the first time in months they're gonna hear a lot more of uh this this deep monotone voice, yeah. <laughs> we we had a genius thing going. We were just letting the bands themselves do the talking. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Now the band's uh, back together. Right, right, right. <laughs> That's right. The the classic folk duo. The, the, the right, right. The classic lineup. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Yes. This is a uh, Fantox classic. This month, we are talking about New Order and Joy Division. Or this, not this yes. month, this week, not this week, this bi-week. This fortnight. This fortnight, there it is. You um, know, I was reading today, like something on Facebook, it was about, it was a criticism of bi-weekly can mean every two weeks or every two months, or sorry, bi-monthly, can mean every two weeks or every two months. And so like this person was just laying into the word bi-monthly. Useless. This is a whole topic. Word. It can Bi-monthly. Be Doesn't that mean every two months? No, it, it yes, but it also means every two weeks. It means twice a month or every when two the, No, isn't that I, yes, twice? It is. it's isn't that twice monthly? Like another of our exclusives, Elliot Smith's either or. It is either no. or. Isn't it twice? Wouldn't that be twice monthly? Bi, but bi-monthly refers to twice monthly or uh, every two months. It does. It can mean either one. Yeah. But isn't that a word? Isn't that like I can twice monthly? Isn't that a thing? You could say twice monthly, but yeah. I, but but the word bi-monthly means both those things. Pretty weird that, yeah, it could mean something that's so different by a magnitude of four. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, um. so I teach, I'm teaching sixth grade and, and you know, teaching them fractions. I try to explain to them that multiplication and division are the same thing. And um, 
similar, similar and, and it's a, it's a similar problem. They've basically said that, that, um, you know, dividing by a half and multiplying by a half are, you know, they made them the same thing. Right. Right. Exactly. So right. yeah. dividing, dividing by, right. Dividing by a half is multiplying by two, but they've made, yeah. I wouldn't think that phenomenon would occur elsewhere, but it does. Interesting. Um, the idea that like half of something means one half times the amount, or right. it means take the amount and divide it in two. But kids will try to divide by a half, thinking that just, well, it's half. And I'm dividing it, right? So I'm dividing it by, right? I'm taking half of it. And when you take half of something, you're dividing it, right? right. So I'm going to divide it by one half, but that's obviously wrong. Right. So this is why people uh, suck at fractions. <laughs> has, has being a math teacher, has it enlightened you as to where people have problems with math? I'm guessing yeah. the answer is oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> and where yeah, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't be, uh, yeah, I, I would not be so qualified, I guess, to do my job. But Where is it that people have a problem with it? Well, I mean, well, let me ask it this way. That's a, that's a, Where is it that people are unable to enjoy dividing? Ah, In other words, have a joy division. Where, where is the joy? Where is the joy division? Where is the joy being lost in division? Yeah, but you, 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 you see how I got the two words to be yes. put together there? Yes. Say it again. Where's the joy division? Exactly. <laughs> Please tell me, where is the joy? Like, why do, do people struggle? Or Where does math do lose people? Um, sometimes algebra, actually, is, is a lot, is, yeah. is often where... Um, That's is, where it is jumps common, level. Is a common one. But, you know, but actually, but people's problem with algebra, I find much is much more number sense related than, like, algebra. I mean, maybe it, they lose interest in algebra and the, you know, like the process and the, and the steps and algorithms or whatever, but mm. um, yeah. Uh, that's graphing. kind of where it became less fun for me. I've always been mm -hmm. good at math, but that's where it, I enjoyed before. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're, so yeah, it, it's sort of different. Like you seem more, yeah, you do, you kind of lost it when it, it became more, so that's one thing that can happen. The problem is like, even when I try to make algebra engaging. Yeah, I was gonna ask, where, how do you make it fun? Is that the problem is that it's, it, where most people is that it becomes really hard because they have terrible number sense. So just like getting them to get their head around how numbers work. Um, you know, like when I taught high school, just, I, I still had kids that just didn't, un, you know, didn't like fundamentally understand how division works, like what it, you know. And so I'm trying to teach them how to, um, you know, like I'm trying to teach them about transformations of different families of functions or something, right? And they like they don't understand how division works. It's just not. There's just such. There's just a huge disconnect. And when that dis, and when wherever that breaks, um, math just becomes so hard. And like, yeah, and, and they and then they were just getting by by just remembering enough, by remembering stuff and then like spitting it back at someone. But then it just got too complicated to just memorize it. And you didn't have that base of 
of number sense of there's there's no intuition with how numbers interact and so when it became much more symbolic and compli you know when it becomes more symbolic and complicated in algebra they uh they they just try to stick to like give me an algorithm and I'll memorize it but they don't yeah. know how to apply it and but it's not a history yeah. question what it, you know it's not a, math isn't a history question right they want it they want it to be right right they want it to be something where they can just learn facts and yeah. and know them but it's not mm. you have it's just it 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 builds on itself unlike any other subject in school I think like all, everything builds on itself. All all knowledge bases build on themselves, right? But math is so it's so critical. If you right, if you get if if you don't have the base, you can't you can't understand why um, why a function with um, a you know a degree five polynomial can have four turning points if you can't understand how the xy plane works and as as a coordinate pair and not only do you not understand that but you don't understand how numbers work with themselves either so okay. it's it's yeah, no, just, it's, yeah. just yeah. it's just so much harder when you don't, when you have a bad foundation well that was uh that was principal lichtenstein and his right. order on the joy of division so um math talk we're yeah we're gonna be taking yeah not fan talks math talks we're going to be taking kind of a similar step you know we're going to be starting in uh we're going to be starting in first grade on this episode not to say that joy division's music is elementary but it came first and we're going to be going all the way to high school senior uh where new order eventually went with their music uh because it's, it's a pretty fascinating progression uh even without you know all the drama of the New Order and Joy Division story. You know, I'm always fascinated how REM went from Murmur to Up, and there's only 15 years of it. It's it's you know it's 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 one of the classic musical progressions. Yeah. Uh, in recent history, so we're going to be um, each trading off as we like to do, but with our own five song lists that kind of trace that evolution from uh, from gloomy post-punk uh, in rainy and cold Manchester to like bright dance music that fills the dance floors and has colorful artwork. Because uh, that all happened for New Order and Joy Division, Joy Division and New Order in like a dozen years. So um, we're going to be talking about that. So would you like to go first, Seth, with your um, first choice? Okay, so we're... The, my, my directive from my... Uh, my my boss, producer, whatever, uh, was to... to I've been yeah. demoted. I no longer produce fan talks. Oh, right. <laughs> was to, uh, was to, to trace the, yeah, to trace the evolution of, what's the word? Post-punk, the... Uh, I said gloomy. Gloomy, okay, yeah, the dark, I don't know, whatever. Post-punk. Oh, big word. <laughs> right, to the proto... Uh, proto the techno from infused uh they're the grandfathers of all the shit we like bemoaned about at festivals yeah you know in like yeah. 2014 it's like god there's so much edm well <laughs> one of our favorite bands is responsible right. partially yeah you know 
but like right because they, they they were the there's the new wave which they were in this this dancey synthy new wave and then they and they even kind of went 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 past went beyond that so well, anyway so i guess we'll trace that um you know, what's but, interesting uh, is that new order you know you say you talk to someone and they say oh i love it. 80s music i don't know that most of those people would be familiar with new order's catalog they're, so they weren't because they're like what I've seen them described as the biggest indie band of all time, but yes, total eighties. They they are the eighties. If you go to their catalog, they not, are they not? They are mainstream popular though. I'm talking about like arena act. So like like yeah, what would be the? I mean, who I would thought be of the, them as the Arcade Fire of of like now. Of arcade Fire is the New Order. Now. Sure. Yeah. Okay. It's like you know we saw them play the Pepsi Center, but it wasn't full. I mean, but like, who would who are the contemporaries of New Order that were bigger? Depeche Mode. Is Depeche Mode bigger than New Order? Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. All right, I'll buy it a little. Yeah, the but Cure, the Cure. A little different, but yeah, sure. Cure, I think, is more alternative. Although, yeah, also, obviously, also very big. So, so uh, what's your what's your first Joy Division song? Okay, so I, I so <laughs> I, I'm I'm limited to five to trace this, and so which means I'm down between the bands. Yeah, right between the bands. So um, Joy Division being the start of this, and sort of I guess I'm I'm lim- basically limiting myself to one Joy Division song. If I'm being frank, Joy Division is 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 my my favorite. But you, you know. prefer Joy Division? Okay. Yeah, but you know, I mean, well, it's hard to say because you know, New Order has more um and to pick one song that typifies joy division was hard there's so many that do and they all do but so the one i'm picking maybe doesn't typify and so i did this a lot i I sort of defy the directive i'm fall i'm tracing this story i'm not necessarily i'm not necessarily picking the song that best exemplifies the arc the the evolution right of the sound like sonically i'm sort of picking songs in the range of my favorites and trying to keep so you'll you'll see when we get through the new order phase i I maybe go back a little as we go forward chronologically i may be going back from synthy to rocky and then well they did that they did that themselves they did it themselves exactly so so you know yeah Layoff. They can do but, it. Yeah. Right. So um anyway, but we'll start with uh I guess we'll start with we'll go with the first song on the first album, uh Disorder. I've been waiting for a guy to come and take me by the hand. Cause these sensations make me feel the pleasures of a Jesus, that is just a perfect song. It really, yeah, it, it's 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 really just an all-time great song. <laughs> just like uh and on right. So like like I was thinking like, you know, the the you know, like the next song on the album Day of the Lords or like New Dawn Phase, right? Sort of capture that more like spooky, just really yeah, dramatic, melodramatic vibe of and then you know and then all the songs on closer you know too but um that may be more typified but just yeah 
um, this order just, yeah, it just, it's just like, boom, perfect. Like three and a half minutes of, or four minutes of like, just, uh, just every three and a half minutes of everything. Just working with it. just starting with the Stephen Morris's drums. Yeah. Just setting the tail and then, and then, right. And it, it just builds it, And it's a song that builds from the bass up, you know, drums, bass, then, then, then summer's guitar is great. And some, some, you know, the, the little, the little like, uh, mini solos in between the verse, oh. you know, yeah, just, it just moves. It just, it's always moving. And, uh, you know, Ian Curtis, you know, sort of like depressive, but very, uh, thought provoking lyrics, just mm-hmm. like, that's one of right. the greatest first lines ever is I've been waiting for a guide to come and take me by the hand. Right. Yeah. It's just, Jesus. It's just this ultimate statement of, uh, of, it's just the distillation of of everybody in this moment of of anybody in this moment of like turmoil or disorder, if you will, right? Of just like you know, just well, yeah. I think of it like a thesis, like a right, thesis. exactly. Like your strongest or second strongest statement. I don't know. Conclusion, maybe. I feel like that is as perfect an encapsulation as any of the Joy Division catalog. Uh, I was thinking while I was listening to it, one of my favorite moments in the whole Joy Division and New, Divor- New Order catalog is, is Stephen Morris's drum fill, introducing those little solos in between Ian Curtis's vocals like you talked about. And then you right. get space going under there. It's just... Yeah, it's like, right, right. We're, we're like talking about all these like details. Punctuating and, 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 and right in the meat of the song is like, right. Right in the meat of the song is like one of the like, greatest bass lines in ever exactly right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's just like yeah it's yeah. it's like everybody did did exactly what they're famous for all in right. one song basically yeah it's all that happening at once you know the first time i heard disorder i was like holy shit and then i was a little disappointed that the rest of the album wasn't, wasn't more like of that, that good or didn't sound like exactly like that like I, right. it was it's all great it, but it's it didn't, disorder well, is just a cut above for me did, all of, for all of joy right well okay, yeah disorder is i mean it's definitely more direct you know it's, yeah and, of yeah, a song guess, yeah it's 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 sort of like it's sort of like refined very distilled and you know comes right comes right right forward and says it and then you right the other the other the rest the rest of the album sort of has to marinate and like yeah and you have to like all the 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 whoops and you know right. rears of, and the whirring guitars and the uh, and the slow and the the builds and just like the it's the rest of it is it's it's a lot more of like an atmosphere and this but disorder is just like this one song that just comes out. Are you gonna own that pun or is that pun intended? The atmosphere. The atmosphere. That was no pun intended. No pun intended. I'll, okay. I'll take it. I, uh, you, You'll own that pun, though. I'll own it. Yeah, it was an accidental pun, but uh. <laughs> no, yeah, I agree. Um, and you know what? That that makes me think of something is that I thought about recently. Is that I've had a very slow but gradual progression in appreciation of New Order. Like I got into them when they were announced as part of Coachella 2013, which we and right. we both saw that set over Cigaros. And Phoenix, it was like it's like the greatest conflict ever. That's, that was true, right? But, 
in retrospect, Phoenix seems like such a Phoenix is is easily a distant third. Right. Well, it was and, more and, of a problem at the time, but yeah, and, and the more. only reason. Right, and well, but the funny thing is, like, a, I, 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 we saw New Order over Sigur Rose, and like, like, two weeks before Coachella, um, I saw Sigur Rose, and it was maybe the best Same show here. I've ever seen. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, right, right, the curtain drop show, right, right, and um, <laughs> and 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 like, and like, I was standing, I was, I was like, right. I was like right up front for it too. So I was yeah. like 10 feet away from the curtain <laughs> drop thing. It was so, it was just, that was so mind blowing. But yeah, it's, so I chose New but Order. But still New that. Order. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I, but listening to them now and becoming an, just a huge fan compared to like, you know, kind of a newbie who's into that kind of stuff. I'm like, I think back and like, what did you enjoy about New Order? Because I have a whole new appreciation for them compared to them. I still feel like I'm at that 2013 point when I first discovered New Order with Joy Division. Like, I feel like there's more levels of appreciation that I'm yet to experience. Yeah, maybe. And that, that, what you said about disorder reminds me of that. Like, I'm at my disorder phase. Right. Well, like, so then you're... years, I'll be at my uh, uh, interzone phase. Oh, yeah, interzone's great. But, yeah. well, I mean, but, like, you, like... But, like... You know, well, it's funny because... And I like it all. I enjoy it all, but... It's funny because, right, isn't the, the first song on side two is, like, the other... She's Lost Control, which is, like, the other disorder, right? It is kind of... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, so... Um, yeah. Disorder. Did you have anything else about, about it? Uh, no, yeah, it's just... Uh, it, yeah. No, I mean, so it, it just had to make the it just kind of had to make the show, I guess. What was your other contender? Uh, you I, I was thinking, I was thinking of New Dawn Fades. Oh, really okay. More, more uh, of the of the style, and that's just God. That's such a that's a that's a that's a mammoth song. That's that's a that song is awesome too. But yeah, disorder disorder is sort of it's it's one of those like perfect songs right yeah. it's like disorder it's like it's like it's like one of the you know it's like it's like once in a lifetime or you know mm-hmm. uh you know one of, um there's, there's a couple you know or um in my life or you know just want there's just like these handful of songs that aren't like the not like these huge epic not like or not these yeah. great not you know not the jungle lands of the world but the the right, the once in a lifetimes. It's a different kind of perfect song, yeah. You know? The epic pop song, right? The, right, the, um, yeah. So, um, just right. It's just like it's just like it's the ones where all the details are just perfect, and every time you listen to it, you can just focus on one one different detail in it, and it's just like and, and just and wrap yourself in that but then but but yet it can still on first listen uh, click too right that's that's like right it can click on first listen and then you can keep listening to it forever and just focus on a different detail each time and just be like wow oh yeah that right so there's like those few songs that just do that perf and um so yeah um Okay, well, uh, yes, great choice to start us off with. Uh, so you're going first song, first album. 
I'm going last song they ever recorded. Uh, my my first choice uh, is Ceremony by both New Order and Joy Division. All right, so I chose uh, Ceremony Ceremony as my first song, and I hope you don't feel like I was cheating. Because, yes, New Order song, but Ian Curtis wrote the lyrics, and it was the last, it was one of the last two Joy Division songs that uh, they did. True. All right. There's a couple recordings of Joy Division doing this song. It was New Order's first single in 1981, but there are recordings of them doing this live and there's like an equipment malfunction so you can like just barely barely hear the hear the verses and then on the chorus ian curtis comes in which is really cool and then there's a rehearsal and that was two weeks before his suicide and then there's another version uh the last joy division recording four days before his suicide of of them doing a rehearsal of it like at their studio space which obviously gives it a whole different haunting resonance but um uh that the all the recordings of the song that jody did the the vocals were so inaudible that bernard sumner once he became the vocalist of new order had to put them through and i i don't know what this is really but a graphic equalizer i know it's an audio equipment he put it through this audio equipment to figure out the lyrics he didn't know what what ian curtis was saying which is Uh. so Whoa, that's fucking spooky. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> then didn't they, did they find the lyrics written, like Ian Curtis had written them down or no? I like, don't think so. I, he had to put them through, maybe later, but at the time he had to put them through this graphic equalizer. Because the new, or, or the new order version has, he has slightly different lyrics. Slightly than, different lyrics, yeah. yeah. Um. So I was, yeah, I was wondering if that's why. And then like later they found the, actual lyrics or no uh i was listening to there's this great i mean not to take away uh our audience but there's this great podcast uh called that uh it it tells they just did the first season it goes from joy division to blue monday there's an interview of peter hook and he says like ceremony was ian ian's way of saying hey you can do this without me Looking back, he feels like that's it's like it huh. is the link between Joy, Joy Division and New Order. That's that's interesting. Cool. Yeah, he, he feels like like Ian knew that he was. Well, I mean, the rehearsal tape was four days before he killed himself. Wow, there had been an attempt before that. I believe so. I believe this was in between. It and it really is the the it is one of the links. I mean, there there there's several songs that could be, but. Right. Kind of like disorder. It's also everybody doing what they do in an iconic fashion. Yeah, that's a great song. From the um, bass line to the guitar line, it's it's very triumphant. Kind of like disorder is. I mean, there was two two versions released of the single. Uh, the first one early in 1981. The second one later in the year. The first one didn't have Julian Gilbert, and 
Bernard sounds a lot like he, he is like just trying to be Ian Curtis. The second version right. that's on Substance that we listen to, he's found a little more of his own voice. Not He's not sounding like he did five years later. Because of that, there's like an innocence in the song. Like this band that has no idea where to go. Their front man, not just one member, is gone. And sort of like... I and mean, all they know how to do is sound like him. Right, right, like, right, exactly. And even if he wasn't the... Uh, the uh, the sole or primary driving musical force he was sort of the spiritual yeah. force he was of, what they the stood band. for right exactly he he he's he set the the agenda of what joy division you know and the um set the the tone of of, of what kind of band they were and and what kind of music they wrote and but you know what but but this yeah. song but this song i think is it's also sad because it's you know they, they obviously went on to great things but it's a hint of where they were going before yeah. it was taken away right yeah they right. weren't they weren't right um so like i guess those rehearsal tapes would have been before or just after closer had been released closer was released after he died so right so it hadn't been released a couple yet. months so this album doesn't even come out yet but right so they weren't they were hardly done with that. They were hardly going to be done with that album. Yeah, you know? right. They were. They were not just going to. It's like it's not like they were just going to get old and just recycle the same gloomy, you know, stuff. Then it would just get you know slightly less good each time, right? You know, right. It's like that was clearly not who they what they were going to be as a band. And you know, I think they proved that with with New Order and where they go, but. Um, just you know, it's 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 sad that Ian couldn't have been a part of that, obviously. But um, yeah, yeah regression. But but yeah, I don't know. This is is a is a is a good peak. And they, I mean, they, they they there was musical evolution from from unknown pleasures to closer. But then not like a ton, but like you know, synthesizer, for instance, right. made, became yeah. part of the band, and just like. They would have kept adding layers and layers. They would add layers, right? They would keep, like they did, um, you know, and the, the raggy elements and the poppy elements and the dancey elements infused and just with, you know, and this could have been the type of of song, you know, this could have been the disorder of album number three, right? You know, right, yeah, you, it would have been, yeah. So, yeah. Um, right, and because Closer didn't really have a disorder. That really is, that really is just like a, that's just a heavy album, you know. It's like one 40-minute song, more yeah. so than Unknown Pleasures is, yeah. And you know what's yeah. incredible is that, well, they're so, they were always, for so long, they were so resolute in not including the singles on the albums. Going from Unknown Pleasures to Closer to then Ceremony is the first New Order single, then you've got Movement. Movement feels like a step back from, from Ceremony. It Why does a little. Ceremony on the album. I mean, yeah. it's a really good album, but it's, yeah. it doesn't have a ceremony. And no. so it's weird to think about, because, you know, we're so trained to think of, especially not in the moment, think of an artist's progression in terms of albums. But right. New Order is a rare case where you have singles in between the albums. So you don't think about that. So I always think about New Order starts at movement. Um, movement feels like such, like, it's, it's, it's great, but it feels like the start of, an, of a band. But that's something I love about New Order is, is right the, all of them right from right obviously Ian to but even to the ones that lived on uh, just 
personalities, like just very strong personalities. Yes. And that just, um, you know, and right. So it is interesting the ways in which it all kind of came together and, and held together. Right. Okay, well, what holds together disorder in your second song? What, what, what's your second song? You teased my my second choice, I guess. Oh, did because, I? Well, just just by mentioning movement, uh-huh. but uh, you know, right? So we go. So they so they were no longer Joy Division, and they picked up pretty quickly, um, all things considered. And they made a new album as. It's it is a new order album and it's an but it's sort of not Joy Division you know you could have been called that they could just yeah. like right it's like uh, just okay we're just coming from this and this is what we are so I picked um, I just kind of went with so this is a very post punkish new order song with shades of of the Ian Curtis songwriting style I went with the hymn off of Movement. Wow, the hymn. That might be the most un-New Order, New Order song. Totally. That's why I chose it as like the first in the New Order. Yeah, it's a good bridge. Yeah. Right. It's, it, it, when I say like not Joy Division, like it's a New Order Joy Division song, right? Right. But like it's, um, right. And so, you know, maybe it doesn't have the progression you were looking for, but it's just. No, no, I, I love it. But it's just a cool song. And it's yes. just spooky and like very atmosphere and uh and um it's you know it's like dramatic and it's um dynamic it's a very dynamic song it's quiet yeah. and loud and moving and the, the last minute and a half i think it was really just the 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 i mean that right the i'm so tired i'm so tired in this yeah. section the the swirling uh the the atmosphere is really coming to a uh, ahead you know, and everything and, and you know and the, I, the big dramatic pause before that right too. yes right and, yeah and um I, I yeah i love uh love the drums on this song too. yeah so it's another great stephen morris right performance. yeah so and and really and uh just the imagery is so a joy, joy division totally and i think it i think it it seems like it's somewhat of an homage Homage. Yeah, no, it's definitely in the period where he's either singing like him and or writing like him, Bernard. And but and in this case, writing like him and a little bit writing maybe about him, possibly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Referring to him in oh. way. Yeah. It's so on new order, but it's 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 awesome. Yeah. 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 They get you know movement is kind of rightfully criticized is like trying to be too new order or too, too joy division right like yeah but what else are you supposed to do but right, yeah people, also they were also right. that's true but they were doing a great job at being a joy division band true yeah band kind of they thing. were but i mean but there's also progression there and so people no totally 
people criticize right people right from what i've read is like the people criticize it for like not being any like they thought there was progression from unknown pleasures the closer and not really any progression closer to movement but i don't really see that at all i mean i do see maybe maybe i picked the wrong song to make my point here because there were shades of what became new order song totally. in there yeah. but they're also like they're also less than a year removed from the the heart of the band just being ripped out in the right. form of the death of a human their friend you know yeah. like so can you give them a break yeah seriously. like give them a grace period you know yeah but, movement's an awesome album yeah movement is and it's yeah it's really well done it's it's a good out i mean and the fact that they yeah they put out movement is i, I mean i would say i would take closer over movement too but to knock movement i don't know I don't think movement has to apologize to like the other New Order albums or anything. No, no. You know they. Um, Bernard, that's Bernard doing the lead, and it doesn't sound like what he did soon after this. But then you know Peter's doing the very. There's a very low vocal line he's doing. Right. I love that effect. What songs did Peter? Right, because Peter sang some of. The he songs sings though. the first and last song. He does right, the right. of movement, and then Bernard's in the rest, which I find hilarious. Yeah given their relationship. So Martin Hannett, the producer, who produced both Joy Division albums and Movement, and then after that, uh, one of the single, I forget, but one of the singles before Power of Corruption Lies is they like had the big end-all, be-all fight, and he never worked with them again. But uh, none of them were like confident or like that personality enough to be like, oh, I'm going to be the singer. They were all, they, they were going to get another singer. Like they, their, oh, really? their solution was to get another singer for a new world. From, from everything I've heard of and seen from Bernard Sumner, it's hard to fathom. I know. But... Right. I know. Yeah. He really grew into it, but their first instinct was to find another singer. And then I don't know why they couldn't or didn't, but then Martin Hannett, the producer auditioned all three remaining members of Joy Division. They all sang, it may have been Ceremony. I think it was actually Ceremony uh, that they all sang in audition. Anyway, Bernard was eventually picked the winner. He was like, he, he, was, he was given the role, even though he didn't totally want it, but grew into it. I just think that's really cool that they didn't even know who the singer was going to be, much less like what direction to take with this album, right? right. And you have, here you have, Two of them singing it, it turns out into an awesome song. So, even though you don't like the title of it, I've always had trouble with the title of the hymn. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So okay, my uh, my second choice, I skip movement. As much as I love movement, you got to admit, like, power corruption and lies picks up where they should have been on the fourth album. That makes the leap that unknown pleasures the closer did. Power Corruption and Lies. Uh, my choice, my, my next choice after um, ceremony is Your Silent Face. otherworldly song yeah you pick this but you, you pick this is uh you know probably my favorite new order song so oh wow i didn't realize that okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so you stole this one from me but that's okay. 
Okay, so that was the one that was gonna be on your list. Yeah, I was gonna. You could you could have told. I would have picked another one. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm perfectly happy with the one I picked. But uh, I feel bad getting my favorite song on my list and your favorite song. Nah, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, because I think for my your trajectory, I think my choices. Okay. Yeah, I mean. So I, I don't know. I mean, you you have maybe somewhat talked into with our um, back when Fan Talks was a was a magazine. You sort of got me into the uh, into the technique on the on the yeah. technique is the best new way a little bit, but I still kind of come back to power corruption and lies. No, I don't know. Actually, I think this song, I think, is the distillation of New Order at this time in their career. Yeah, like this is yeah. this is them. Then, I mean, this is why I sort of it's always been my favorite New Order album. It's like in that I feel I always thought I was like in that sweet spot of right where, right where that good New Order is that the, all the the best elements of the the new wave music and stuff. So, this is a brilliant song, regardless of you know, instrumentation or, or uh, arrangement and, and whatever and sonic palette. This is just, uh, however you like to listen to music, this is a, this is a beautiful song. This is just a tremendous, tremendous work of music. Peter Hook, he talks about how, like, in the later 80s, he, uh, he felt like he was getting pushed out of the mix and how yeah. he wanted to return them to to their early days yeah well obviously this is why a song like <laughs> your silent face right No. yeah uh, but he gets to be the star alongside these the sense these the sense this newer Giant. kind of stuff yeah oh but the, i mean the, the last minute of the song mm-hmm. the last minute where it's when it's him trading with that's like just one of the best bass lines i've ever heard yeah, no, it's it's great. It's and it, but it is nice. It's not um, right. It's 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 subtle though. It's like not some right. of these big. It's not showy. You know, it's not a hip shaking baseline or. It's whatever. just being part of the song. Yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, the the soaring just since. Uh, you know, and that's why I chose it. Is like yeah, symphony. I that it's word, a symphony it's of sin- right. It's a symphony of a synthesizer. It's like, right. Yeah, it, it's the first time that a New Order song soars. Like Power Corruption Lies is kind of where New Order starts, essentially, right? Uh, and like Age of Consent does that in a great way, but right. it doesn't soar. Like this is the first time they soar. Like they eventually yeah. did on like True Faith and stuff. You know, uh, yeah. this is where like the scope of New Order is introduced. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. If if I had to, if I could only take one New Order song with me, I, I think yeah. this is my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Another of my favorite things that it, it introduces is, um, it, there's a lot of funny, not a lot, but there's there's funny moments uh, spread throughout the New Order discography, and one of them is here where he's like, "You caught me at a bad time, so won't you piss oh, so, yeah, he's all you these me like, oh. at a bad time. So <laughs> why he, like, don't why? you piss off? And it's like on, like on every little counts. He's like, I think you are a pig. You should be in a zoo. Right. It's like or that. Like, yeah, well, on that song, how he can't stop laughing. He, um, he laughs, yeah, yeah. Right. No, but uh, 
No, I think I, I love the like the tossed off piss off. Yeah, piss it's off. perfect. It's beautiful. It's, it's you. Great. Yeah, you would think it would it would interrupt the song, but it doesn't. No, it's perfectly. Just, that's right there. Yeah, it, it just and that's the last it, the last like, line of the song. The 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 Bernard Sumner from two years earlier wouldn't have had the balls to do that. Yeah. And now he's just saying in this beautiful song that his band has created, he's gained so much confidence. Between and well, yeah, just the way he just, yeah, and the way he, he just said, he doesn't sing it, he just says it. Yeah, and I was just reading in uh, Peter Hook's autobiography that um, the vocal melody comes from a mistake that Peter made, like in a rehearsal. And Bernard was like, hey, I really like that melody, actually. And then they made that into the vocal melody. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right, so what's your third song? I went with uh, Temptation. Yeah, that's a great fucking song. Um, there are a lot of songs where you could say this is where New Order became New Order, but this might be the one. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's another gorgeous melody, beautiful, so so full of life and yeah. energy. And just, full of life. And I feel and, like it's where they kind of got lighthearted. Like, on even on Power Corruption and Lies, there's a, you know, there's a, there's a, Pervading lyrical weight. Temptation is very lighthearted and joyous in a way that no song had been before by them. Yeah, and yeah, not in sort of uncommon in general, but yeah, yeah. just to have be completely uh but yeah, it, it's great. It just it, it's got it's got this constantly driving, thumping rhythm to it that's just never ending dance party, oh. but just that um, but it's got, uh, you know, a beautiful um, core to it as well and, and, and structured around so many of these nice elements. There's obviously the, the great melody and the different, the verses to the chorus melodies, the, um, the bass lines uh, is fat, but then you also have the synthetic bass line, the, the live drums to the machine drum or to the... Yeah, the drum machine. So it, it, it is that, right, sort of this perfect uh, confluence of, of, of live electric element and electric elements, musically, sonically, and all, ultimately, it's all in service of, of a great song. Absolutely, yeah. It's got that innocence that I was talking about, like on that Ceremony has. You have this young band with so much ahead of them and just a young it's from the perspective of a young person with so much ahead of them i feel like and even just the title gets down to that temptation what a great right. title yeah what a great at titling songs especially when they're not mentioned in the song right right well sometimes you know? it makes it makes it it makes it hard to you you mention a new order song and you're like yeah which one is that which one is that yeah oh, <laughs> right. i have that totally um, yeah. but, uh, but I don't have a problem with temptation. Um, no, yeah, no, that's, that's a great unforgettable. point. Unforgettable. 
but it also also is how temptation goes uh not just because it's such a memorable song but also even though the title isn't in the words that has nothing to do with the lyrics it still like just fits the song oh totally yeah the song says temptation there's some new order songs I, i struggle to think of any off the top of my head but that why'd you call it that yeah, that be him a, being right. one. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> the him, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, right. The him is not the worst New Order title. Well, I mean, they're not. I, I like. I like the. I mean, I, I like them. I think they're mostly good. But yeah, but they don't make it easy for reference. Here's the wor- okay. Here's the worst example. Best and worst example. I'm gonna save this for later. I'm gonna save this one for later. Okay. It, it just fits with one of my songs. Uh, um, but I'll go on to my my uh, third song, which is from the next album, Low Life, The Perfect Kiss. I was just comparing album and substance version, and uh, they both have their strong suits, but I still go album. All right. Okay, so The Perfect Kiss, I was talking about how with Temptation, Bernard, he found his confidence on Temptation, right? I feel like Temptation is one of those breaking points where like, he, he had found his own voice as a singer. But The Perfect Kiss is where he gets his strut. I feel like in the mid-'80s, you know, the, you know, songs like Touched by the Hand of God or 1963 – he, he's got like kind of this R&B soul singer kind of sexy strut that he's adopted. Now he's not just this post-punk singer. Now he's a pop singer. And I think The Perfect Kiss is one of those songs. But at the same time, it marries so many, so many quintessential elements of what the band started out as, you know, with Peter Hook's uh, bass line. And then it's, a lot of drum machines, but also you got your classic drum fills, just like on Disorder. That's Stephen Morris has. Uh, right. Star of the album cover, uh, which is hilarious. <laughs> right. <laughs> that uh, no other member appeared on a, a New Order album cover or Joy Division, um, except the drummer once. It's kind of like just how Bill Berry, Bill Berry is on uh, Life's Ridge. Oh, yeah. Ridge. It is it's like exactly it's like a, that, actually. It's on Life's Ridge pageant. <laughs> Actually, it was before Life's Rich Pageant. This so. is the year before. Yep. So New Order, year New Order did it first. Wow. Uh, REM copied off them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, you know, it's it's got it's it's got another hilarious throwaway line. Tonight, I should have stayed at home playing with my pleasure zone. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like I was talking, you know, I was talking about how there's so many moments you could start New Order with. There's so many moments where I feel like I've read interviews with New Order where they say like. Well, surely we've lost all the Joy Division fans by now. And this is one of those. <laughs> yeah. Playing with my pleasure zone. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a great song. With, Although the song, you know, the song has a macabre turn. So, yeah. But not in this album version. The lyric, the title lyric is not mentioned in the album version. Which is, it's a really, that's a really cool verse. The, the, the perfect kiss is 
kiss of death part he's like rapping almost <laughs> it doesn't follow the melody of the rest of the song which is really right. cool the album and the single version are both really cool i picked the album version just because of the intro really the uh the single version takes a little bit longer to get going but it's also eight minutes long yeah definitely um in the uh i'll i'll withhold mine for a, for a few moments here but um it's like sort of this this stage which i guess they were in from this album forward actually more so maybe in this album than the next album where it's like this mix of of the the rock and the dance songs like just like completely synth heavy and um but it it, it uh it incorporates this sort of bit of unique to the to low life is this the sort of like the the storytelling aspect yes. right they're all right. like the, the, these plot driven songs that that that's uh, true yeah it's sort of this sort of became the they're sort of the the um trademark of the album um, yeah it is it is yeah and it's um, so so it has that but with and and this is you know just with the yeah, I mean, you said it right. The strutting and the this one gets the people on the dance floor. So right, um, but yeah, it's got it, you know, it, it's just a fun. It's just a it's a fun song, especially because of the frogs. <laughs> the frogs, which later make their appearance on Fine Time. Yeah, with Stephen Morris, love the frogs so much they use them twice, which is incredible. Not <laughs> sure what the frogs one of the defining bands of the eighties, and they're using frogs. <laughs> in their bridges yeah so this this song this song is is very decadent you know and so um but that's that's a great word decadent that's the, what ties this song to the rest but but still still uh still with a solid foundation so totally all right well i was i was saying it's funny there's like a bit of a phase shift like you're i'm like one ahead of you i guess in the but like in the same eras hmm. but uh i feel so, like you were behind me because i went you went the hymn is your second choice i went your silent right I see yeah that's what it, that's what i meant that's what oh, i'm i'm ahead i'm one ahead yeah i guess okay. all right yeah i suppose you're one ahead anyway i picked um this doesn't trace the show evolution towards being uh, a synth pop band or whatever this is, but it's kind of, I guess, maybe shows the uh, two sides of the same album. Mm-hmm. I picked another song on the album, uh, Low Life. I picked Sunrise. Okay, Sunrise is your number four. What yeah. connects that to number three and five? You know, hard to say. Um, it, it's just a really fucking good song. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, you want you want your Peter Hook. There you go. There's your Peter Hook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. I think that what I never noticed about that song is how much better it is musically than lyrically. I think I I feel like it's uh, it's a little tossed off lyrically. I'd never read the lyrics. 
but it's it's an incredible it's an incredible song instrumentally real the really aggressive guitar at the end very aggressive yeah just the, it, yeah it's um it, it's a relentless song too well, and it just it it just goes yeah it, it uh, goes hard what so why did you pick it amongst other lo- low life choices it was the best one yeah, it's the best song in the album. No, I mean it, it's a good it's a good reminder that though, as we're tracing this progression, that they're still they still have this kind of song in in, in their catalog too. And yeah. it's not necessarily the kind of songs they would release as singles so much, but right, that, that right. Would, but that they were still making and doing an excellent job of. Um, even when we get to you know technique, it's still they're still uh, you know guitar guitar-driven songs. Of course, this uh, this has some great synth flourishes in it, too, but much more on, on the, you know, guitar-driven side of, right. of things. And this- Here's something I never thought of that just occurred to me. The the whole not including most singles on album, like the, the Perfect Kiss was the first single that they record, that they included on an album. So the whole, and, and it was still rare throughout, like after was that. Was Age of Consent not a single? Yeah, no, the only, like, single, like, yeah, that's one of their signature songs now, but, like, the only But it wasn't a single. Time. It didn't come yeah. out as a single, okay. The, the Perfect Kiss was the first time. Does that take away from the album tracks or add to them? You know, does that make the album tracks feel lesser or more? Because when, when a song is included on an album, when a single is included on an album, it can overshadow the album tracks, right? That's why they're called album tracks. Right. But it feels like... Sometimes in New Order, because the singles are so essential and legendary that you could you could just listen to Substance and feel like you got the whole New Order. Yeah, know? right. And you know, I think, like, and I think it would because there's and you would miss out on a lot. Yeah, you miss out on album tracks, like because like great album right. tracks. But you know, and, and the I funny get, thing, I get New Order in the late eighties. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, it, the funny thing is, is that the single they finally put on an album, Perfect Kiss, it seems like wasn't like as big of a hit either. Oh, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's not as big as Blue Monday, obviously, or Temptation or anything. Yeah. The following albums, so though, all had, did they all have the single on, had a single on them? Uh, after this? Well, yeah, because um, Brotherhood had Bizarre Love, Love Triangle. Love Triangle, right. Technique had um, run and find time. Although those songs aren't as thought of, they're not thought of as like quintessential new order. Like people would well, go to. They're not as, I mean, maybe not as like hits, as big hits. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Cause I, I didn't not, even realize that the songs that casual fans would know. Right. I've never heard any technique song outside the context of listening to the, of, yeah. of the album it's technique. Here. You know, another thing that I've never, I don't think we've ever talked about this before. You know, we were, t- uh, we were talking about when, when I first got into New Order, when I was just discovering their catalog, I don't know, I, I may have listened to uh, Brotherhood first, but I was really surprised to learn that it went Power Corruption and Lies, uh, Low Life Brotherhood, rather than Power Corruption and Lies, Brotherhood, Brotherhood Low Life. Because I feel like I feel like low life and technique are more similar, and brotherhood and um, power corruption lies are more similar. Maybe that's because you got like yeah. the rock half and the electronic half. I don't know, but yeah. I was just really surprised. Production wise, I feel like power, low life feels like it should be the fourth album, 
Brotherhood should be the third. It that feels like the bridge between Power Crash and Elias and Yeah. I don't know. I, I can so see it's weird that they're reversed. It is they are they are right. They're different, but I kind of could see the okay. I I see like um Brotherhood and Low Life as sort of these two like together like bridge albums interesting okay but um yeah no they're definitely different though they're very different yeah it just feels like they should be reversed i was surprised yeah and retroactively listening to their catalog right you know and it's i associate singles with like the album they came out around even if they weren't on the album so you know like right associate blue monday with yeah, Blue Monday with Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, you know, I associate, like, I associate temptation with power, corruption, and lies. And right. So so that makes sense. So the Brotherhood makes sense to me in that context or its own thing. The two singles, even though one's not on the album, of Blue Monday and Bizarre Love Triangle, you know. But I can see how Bizarre Love Triangle and sort of, like, Age of Consent, I could see, like, seem like they came out of the same kind yeah, of era. They just sound the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I really wanted to include Bizarre Love Triangle. I was I hoping wanted, you did. I meant to ask I, you. I, I, you know, oh, you know what's so funny is I almost did. And yeah. and I was going to, I don't know why I changed, I've been waffling. So it was between, so I, we wouldn't be off by a phase of one because I would have dropped <laughs> the hymn and put it in our Bizarre Love Triangle. But then I was like, oh, I already did Temptation. Right. Yeah. 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 They're, they're, those could be kind of similar. Well, no, I, I just didn't want to do, I just didn't want to cover too many hits. I know you said it didn't matter hit or not, but like, I was like, eh. and I don't know how big of a hit temptation. I mean, Bizarre Love Triangle is a bigger hit than Temptation, but yeah. you know, I did Disorder, which, you know, is like the second best known Joy Division song probably. Yeah. And, uh, and then temptation. So I was going to do. So I was like, ah, drop the hymn since it's close to Joy Division. And then Bizarre Love Triangle would have those other the these last two would have moved up. I would have been yeah. on the on album with you. And then Bizarre. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay though. I think um, I as much as I'd love to include Bizarre Love Triangle, we're essentially including it here by talking about it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, bizarre love us, it was our it was our six man it was both of our six mans right and and, and it, uh, I guess I could have made the case for for Blue Monday but I like bizarre love triangle a little better so yeah no, I love that you include the hymn because I don't feel like we would have touched that mm-hmm. kind of new order right um, okay so so my fourth choice is vanishing point from Technique. Vanishing Point is uh, one of my top five songs of all time. And uh, yeah, I'm really glad I included it. It's, uh, it's the distillation of all that technique is. It's, uh, it's grand, but it's depressing. It's a song of disillusionment. 
it, there's like, like there's really there's real heart in the lyrics but there's also optimism right <laughs> there, there's the optimism and there's the the disaffection uh and you yeah. know what i feel like in the lyrics and the bass that's where the optimism is i feel like in the sense is where you get that disaffection it's very they, they're very close they, right well and they also they also and then the keys also mimic the the, the vocal melody too right but so but in like, a very stilted way yeah i mean a, a great way but but yeah. like yeah they don't get they don't give you the emotion it's, right they just move the song forward in that way it's it's very straightforward it's like the same notes over and over right right which maybe is what gives it that effect Right, but then the bass is like, you know, it's like coming. It's like trying to, it's trying to bring everything to life, you know. Right. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And Peter has talked so much and told me that that the the second half of the '80s, basically, he's just trying to like find his way into the mix. Like Bernard was was constantly and more progressively like just trying to dominate musically. I mean that's one half of the story, but but to hear him, and that's true. That's certainly true. You can hear that on lots of tracks that uh, Bernard becomes more of the mix, and that's that's part of what brought them into more of just a synth pop band, right? But on Vanishing Point, like to hear him talk about the struggle to find his way in the mix, and then he's like punctuating every vocal line. Yeah, it's just like that's it's, where it's that's such a where... cool way to view a song. Right, but like, that's where if we maybe got uh, got Bernard's side of the story, he'd be like, you know, like, what the fuck's he talking about? <laughs> right. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's really cool to view that. Right. It's it, it's cool, but it's also depressing that these like, two, just the two why they can't get along. Touchdown sky, skinny please just get along. Did you no. say the other two as a pun or? No, because <laughs> so are you are are you up on your new order side projects? No. Have, okay, uh, there's a whole other world. Uh, so, elect. Do you know about electronic? Uh-uh. This is good. This is good content for the episode too. You know, just talking about new order. Because when else are we going to talk about this? But uh, right. electronic is Bernard Sumner and Johnny Marr. They made oh, nice. albums in the '90s, and they're they're all incredible. Yeah, as the name suggests, very electronic leading. Uh, Peter Hook had Revenge, which some people (laughs) read into as. Right, yeah. And get this, before Peter realized that Bernard had asked Johnny to do a side project with him, because initially Electronic started out as just Bernard, but then he was like, "Uh, I can't do this on my own, I need a bandmate. Yes, Johnny Marr. Before Peter realized... He also asked Johnny Marr to be oh, with him. They were fighting over Johnny Marr. Maybe that's maybe that maybe that was the break. Maybe that was the breaking point. Was right. Bernard won the Johnny Marr fight. I think that's what it was. So wait, so do Stephen and Jillian have a band called the Other Two? Well, so Peter <laughs> had his band Revenge, right. and at the same time, Stephen and Jillian were the Other Two. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so that's man. that's new order in between technique and republic. They were you know they were kind of off in their side projects. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so what's your fifth song? All right, my fifth song. So right. I went with one of the dance tracks, uh, and I chose Round and Round. In 21, technique still sounds so incredible. Right? Yeah. Like so yeah. many things from 1989. If I showed you nine things from 1989 or 10 things, nine of them would feel dated. This stuff, I mean, it's definitely of its time. You can you can hear the Yeah, but the sound. No, it's it sounds great, but you know, it also sounds like you know, like a bunch of guys and like Sport day and like hair gel and like you can <laughs> the whole thing, right? You know, but there's gone and, but there's so much emotion and yeah, there somehow. Right. I don't know how they fit it in. Yeah, because it yeah, it sounds like exactly what the eighties are described as. But you can hear Peter competing. Yeah, for space, right? Right, for sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, that, that ultimately led to the demise of the band, essentially, but it only made these songs better. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's an insatiable song. It's just, that, right. it's just like... Um, you know I hate this term, narrative, right? Sure. I use it sparingly. Mm-hmm. I use it as I wish others would. <laughs> uh, the narrative of technique is a little misleading, I feel like, because people talk about how... It uh yeah, they they had wanted to make this all out dance record and then they went to Ibiza to do it, they right. came back with fine time. And like the yeah. rest of the album is like more standard new order. But that's not right. true. There right. there are songs like that, like All the Way or Love Less, but Round and Round, Vanishing Point, the songs we've chosen, even a popular song like Run and Mr. Disco, like those are totally an evolution. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's something I just love about technique is, yeah, it, it sounds like they had been leading the way so much. Right. I mean, it's now a new taking, order record, but it's not like. Yeah. Now that now they're taking influence from stuff instead of influencing others. And it works just as perfectly because right. the, the, the songs are still there. like the Bernard's melodies. Peter's. Right. Yeah. It's sort of right. It's sort of like we created this thing that sort of become this monster of like schlocky terrible synthy music and now we're taking and we're sort of taking that back right here's our great version of the schlock right i'm like we can do like you want all right guys you want to do schlocky synth music let's 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 make it good let's make it let's make it like actually thump and just like you know something people will feel and like you know, really be moved by and then still have, um, you know, resonance, meaningful lyrics and stuff and, you know, and music behind them. Right. Totally. What, so why did you choose round around against other? Um, it's just, it's, uh, well, cause I, I thought like, like we've been talking about it. It's, it's a very good example of this dance here. Like, you know, the, obviously the, 
the total like you know techno new order song on would have to pick would have been fine time but uh um i just felt that uh this song it, it was just uh was just too good and too infectious and so i i thought that this was a good this was a good capper to tracing the the new order journey obviously absolutely disorder to round and round wow that's right. thought, that's an I evolution thought, over I thought a decade? that i thought right i thought that worked well because this is just pure dance pop like yeah. but in just it's best right yeah so in 10 years that's like 2011 making disorder in 2011 right and round yeah, and round like, now. wow um something something else i love about technique is the artwork because on, on the cover you've got this like decaying statue it, it in like the colors are so bright and everything but it like recalls like the tomb on closer you know it's very joy division in its imagery except uh um, it's like bright pink <laughs> yeah except it's bright pink basically right. which i yeah. love because it's because technique is like i've talked about you know it's it's the point where joy division joy division fans would say well, that's enough, you know. Right. This is yeah. no longer the band I love. Yeah, it's kind of saying that in the artwork. And Round and Round, actually, have you seen the single cover for that? It's a similar, so. it's from another angle. It's a different statue, but it's it's like a very similar thing. It's like a broken down statue. Yeah. Well, you know what? It, it's like a, right, like a negative. It's like a negative, but but like with the color, like but like reversed or something. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I think it's yellow yeah right so like so instead of it so instead of it like taking the colors off it's like super bright but right. like you know it loses some of the definition of the or of the image right but yeah so it's like a it's like a weird negative and then yeah it's got the pink and purple background peter saville did all the new order new order art and incredibly like unknown pleasures yeah unknown pleasures and power and Power Corruption Lies, he did the art before hearing the music, yet they match perfectly. So, okay, so my fifth choice, bringing us from Ceremony to very early 90s New Order, is World in Motion, the single. I feel like that's the apex of New Order, like their New Orderiest. Yeah, they went from being Joy Division to <laughs> like to making, to making right to making like sports songs. Right. That's that's part of what makes World in Motion so great. How ridiculous it is! Like making a, a football anthem, and that was their biggest hit at the time. Like right. well, not remembered was... like as you know, like Blue Monday or something, but like it was. Their biggest hit at the time. They didn't even write that. They didn't? No, the lyrics. I mean, well, the, the music they did. Oh. Um, but the lyrics were written by um, some guy named Keith Allen. I don't know. I don't know who he was, but uh, 
Yeah, the music was based on uh, a TV show theme that Stephen and Jillian had did in the interim between uh, right after Technique, really. And band relations were not were not great. You know, they only got got back together for Republic because uh, Factory Records needed the money. And then by the time Republic was released, Factory Records had folded. So like it was too little, too late. Yeah. But uh, World of Motion was kind of another fundraising kind of thing. And uh, yeah, it's it, it's incredible that uh, that that's what that was their the biggest they ever got. There's there's a funny story in Peter Hook's uh, autobiography about how like. New Order were like, oh yeah, we're yeah, so we're writing the uh, the English football anthem, and uh, all these football all these football players are going to come in and like be like, whoa, we're doing a song with New Order, and yeah. then it's like, well, the manager was like there at the studio door, like handing out two thousand dollars to each player that came in and participated, and like they just couldn't give a shit. Really? Yeah, like they yeah they you know it was just all is kind of beneath them. They were there to party and make some money. And uh, the guy who well, raps, John Barnes, that was like made up on the spot, his rap at the end. Um, yeah, so uh, it's a great song, especially because it does... It might be one of the best. It might be the... might be like the best like sports themes, like uh, like uh, like first sports song. Like Oh, absolutely. Know. Oh, it's... It, yeah, it could be number one. Um, um, interestingly though, it barely has, it doesn't have anything to do with soccer until the end, until the rap by the soccer player. So before this, we, we would have more conception of this if, if, if we lived in England, but before this world cup songs were seen, seen as like an every four years thing. And it was like really lame. It was like a right. really lame song that like you would hear in the supermarket and everything. But World in Motion was the one. It was like the first cool World Cup song, right? That that makes sense. That makes sense because it does seem like the kind of thing where they like what? What's the American version of that? Where like a I don't song? Know. Yeah, there I, is there is one. I just can't think of it. Where like a song gets contracted to make be made for. But I mean, there are like I never thought of there being an American equivalent. But but we do have like we do have like corny lame ass songs written for a special thing right like well we got you know we got a bunch of folk songs and stuff there's not like contemporary in the moment songs are there well i was i was i was surprised i was reading a um an article that was originally you know from the the 1990 enemy i think and um it was it was talking about how important it was for for england to finally have like a a song that like invigorated the youth, you know, about uh, football, you know? So yeah. it's a very important song, interestingly. Right. You know, it, it's like not even written by New Order. And so it's like even less the band that they started out as. But so that's, that's just crazy that the band that wrote Disorder wrote World in Motion. Yeah. Or at least they're playing on it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're still so resonant in different ways to different people. Right. Well, so I mean, it mattered that that they made the that they made the World Cup song, right? Yeah. So you can't say they weren't relevant, or oh no, they were at their peak of relevance. Right. 
mean, it was the, it was their biggest hit at the time. Even though it's not like when you talk about, uh, hey man, you like New Order? Oh yeah, Age of Consent. Uh, yeah, Your Silent Face, Blue Monday. No one says World in Motion anymore. Right. But yeah, We're it was a very blowing, passing, yeah. fleeting thing. But right. yeah. yeah, right. But it it would you know it's like you know I mean different because it's like commissioning them to write a song but people yeah maybe but that wasn't like that was just the narem song it wasn't a no i know yeah but it's 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 like that ridiculous for new order ah yeah yeah, yeah. shiny happy people was yeah right right but like getting commission okay i guess i guess it's not the same because like you said that it had been like some lame corny song but it almost would had an but they were trying to spin it to where they were using like someone relevant to, to make the world cup song. It almost, it seems like if they had always had that trend or continued that trend, that it would be like the version of like, you know, you know, playing, playing the, you know, like the halftime of the Super Bowl, Right. Yeah. But, it's it's probably the equivalent. Yeah. New uh, order having the world cup song. Yeah. Right. So it's like, yeah, it's like before new order, it was like, the the early '90s Super Bowl halftime, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like right up with people or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, yeah. Fifteen years later, it's Bruce or the Who or something. Yeah. So when I uh, saw saw Peter to bring things full circle, when I saw Peter Hook do Technique and Republic, which Bandbox has on uh, uh, Aqua Marble translucent vinyl, uh, exclusively to Bandbox for the first time on vinyl ever. Uh, when I saw Peter, uh, it was probably the biggest crowd participation moment of the evening. Like pe- when people seemed most into it, just uh, visually, was the England to a bunch of people from Minnesota. But I, I was one of them. I mean, I was totally into that. You know, it was just the collection of all the Anglophiles. So that's our uh, New Order and Joy Division podcast. Unless you had anything else, Seth? Um, no. I think we did a great job at choosing 10 songs that, uh, that, that really defined the evolution from Joy Division to New Order. Um, and uh, showed us the joy in division as well. Uh, so uh, we will talk to you next time on Phantoms. Child, I lost replaced by fear. I used to think that.